Chapter 49 of Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-8. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years 1807-8, by William Walker, Jr. Chapter 49 Richard Watson, Bishop of Llandaff, Doctor of Divinity, Fellow of the Royal Society, etc. Born August 1737. Died June 4, 1816. Richard Watson, celebrated both as an able theologian and as a professor of chemistry, was born at Haversham, near Kendal in Westmoreland. His ancestors had been farmers of their own estates for several generations, and his father, a younger son, was for forty years the headmaster of the grammar school at Haversham, but had resigned his duties about the period of the birth of his son Richard. Young Watson received his education at this school, and about a year after his father's death, in 1753, was sent on an exhibition of fifty pounds belonging to the school, to Trinity College, Cambridge, where he was admitted as a sizer, on the 3rd of November, 1754. All he had, besides his exhibition, to carry him through college, was a sum of three hundred pounds which his father had left him, but he set bravely to work to make his way to independence by hard study and hard living. His dress is said at first to have been a coarse, mottled Westmoreland coat and blue yarn stockings. May 1757 he obtained a scholarship, and in the September following, while still only a junior soph, he began to take pupils, continuing to be employed, first as private and then as a college tutor, until in October 1767 he became one of the head tutors of Trinity College. Meanwhile Watson had taken his degree of B.A. in January 1759, being classed as second wrangler, which he seems to have considered, and not without reason, as a place of honour for the year, the senior wrangler, who was a member of St. John's, having, as it was generally believed, been unfairly preferred to him. In October 1760 he was elected a fellow of his college, and in November 1764, on the death of Dr. Hadley, he was unanimously elected by the Senate to the Professorship of Chemistry, although at that time he knew nothing of the science. Watson did not, however, disappoint the confidence that was placed by others in his abilities. With the assistance of an operator, whom he immediately sent for from Paris, and by shutting himself up in his laboratory, he acquired such an acquaintance with his new subject as to enable him in about fourteen months to read his first course of lectures, which were honoured with a numerous attendance, and proved highly successful. Other courses followed, which were equally well received, and in 1768 he printed a synopsis of the principles of the science under the title of Institutiones Metallurgicae. Watson was elected a Fellow of the Royal Society in 1769, and for some years afterwards contributed many chemical papers to the Philosophical Transactions. In 1771 he published 
an essay on the subjects of chemistry and their general divisions. In 1781, he published two volumes duodecimo of chemical essays. A third appeared in 1782, and a fourth in 1786 completed the work, which has often been reprinted, and was long very popular. In connection with his chemical professorship, Watson obtained from government, by proper representations, a salary of one hundred pounds for himself and for all future professors. He also paid some attention to theoretical and practical anatomy, as having a certain relation to the science of chemistry. In October 1771, on the death of Dr. Rutherforth, he unexpectedly obtained the lucrative and important office of Regius Professor of Divinity, and in that capacity held the rectory of Somersham in Huntingdonshire. At this time he had neither taken his degree of B.D. or D.D., and by his own account seems to have known little more of theological learning than he did of chemistry seven years before. Yet such was his good fortune, or the reputation that he had established, for carrying an object whenever he took it in hand, that no other candidate appeared for the professorship, while his eloquence and ingenuity supplied the want of deeper erudition, and attracted as numerous audiences to the exercise in the schools at which he presided, as had ever attended his chemical lectures. Watson himself, in the anecdotes of his life, gives the following account of this circumstance. Quote, I was not, when Dr. Rutherford died, either bachelor or doctor in divinity, and without being one of them I could not become a candidate for the professorship. This puzzled me for a moment. I had only seven days to transact the business in, but by hard travelling and some adroitness I accomplished my purpose, obtained the king's mandate for a doctor's degree, and was created doctor on the day previous to that appointed for the examination of the candidates. Thus did I, by hard and incessant labour for seventeen years, attain at the age of thirty-four the first office for honour in the university, and, exclusive of the mastership of Trinity College, I have made it the first for profit. I found the professorship not worth quite three hundred thirty pounds, and it is now worth one thousand pounds at least." Watson's clerical preferment after this was very rapid. In 1773, through the influence of the Duke of Grafton, he obtained possession of a Sinusure rectory in North Wales, which he was enabled to exchange during the course of the following year for a prebend in the Church of Ely. In 1780, he succeeded Dr. Plumtree as archdeacon of that diocese. The same year he was presented to the rectory of Northwold in Norfolk, and in the beginning of the year following received another much more valuable living, the rectory of Naptoft in Leicestershire, from the hands of the Duke of Rutland, who had been his pupil in the university. Lastly, in July 1782, he was promoted to the bishopric of Landoff by the prime minister of that period, Lord Shelburne, who hoped thereby both to gratify the Duke of Rutland and also to secure an active partisan. Watson, however, proved a very unmanageable bishop, and during the course of his political career was singularly free and independent in his sentiments. 
one of his first acts was to publish in 1783 a letter to Archbishop Cornwallis on the church revenues recommending an equalization of the bishoprics. This he did in spite of all that could be said to make him see that it would embarrass the government, and at the same time do nothing to forward his own object. And so he continued to take his own way, and was very soon left to do so without any party or person seeking either to guide or stop him. In 1783, Bishop Watson had married the eldest daughter of Edward Wilson of Dellum Tower in Westmoreland. In the year 1789, he retired from politics and betook himself to an estate which he had at Calgarth, on the banks of Winandermere, occupying himself in educating his family and in agricultural improvements, especially planting, for which he received a medal from the Society of Arts in 1789. Previous to this, in 1786, his friend and former pupil, Mr. Luther, of Ongar in Essex, had left him an estate which he sold for more than twenty thousand pounds. Bishop Watson died on the 4th of June, 1816, in his seventy-ninth year. His writings are very numerous and miscellaneous in their character. Some of the more well-known are An Apology for Christianity, written in 1776 in answer to Gibbon, a Collection of Theological Tracts Selected from Various Authors for the Use of the Younger Students in the University, in six volumes, octavo, 1785. Apology for the Bible, in a series of letters addressed to Thomas Paine, 1796, and An Address to the People of Great Britain, which went through fourteen editions, 1798. One of the best practical results of his chemical studies was the suggestion which he made to the Duke of Richmond, at that time Master of the Ordnance, respecting the preparation of charcoal for gunpowder by burning the wood in close vessels, a process very materially improving the quality of the powder, and which is now generally adopted. Anecdotes of the Life of Richard Watson, Bishop of Lundoff, Written by Himself, London, 1817. Memoir by Dr. Thomas Young, Encyclopedia Britannica, English Cyclopedia. End of chapter 49